and welcome back to Try Not To Die. I'm your DM, your deadlocked matchmaker, Noah Perito, and I'm here with our two heroes. Lisa Condemi, aka Gorgonzola, absolutely going to end Plebo Underpaddle's life. Absolutely going to take his light and blow it out. Like a candle. Like a gross little candle. <laughs> I've had it. Oh <laughs> Not God. a rhyme. Doesn't need to be. Those I've had it. lyrics. Were they Not lyrics? all poems have to and rhyme. Not all poems have to rhyme. I not all that heroes my... wear capes or chainmail. And not all poems need to rhyme. That's my intro today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are you over there? It is me, Brigid, chock full of conspiracy, saving Uncle Moss from tyranny. That was... Before Ooh. we recorded, you said lukewarm, and I think that you were just I saying just, that so we might burn our little mouths on that. Out goodie. the microwave, piping hot. Thank hot. you. A I little even too hot to hold. Too hot. I did the thing. Too hot. Too to hot. Hot. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I did that thing I do where I stick my finger directly into the middle of it to see if it's hot all the way through. And I burned my finger on it. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was good. That I was have... a hot pocket of an intro. <laughs> Cold scalded roof of mouth, bubbling and blistering. <laughs> Um, I just I just didn't think conspiracy and tyranny rhymed that well. I guess I actually didn't say it in my head. I just wrote it down. The confidence you had me. Yes. So now I'm questioning it and you know, you don't want to make me go back and um, start yeah, back yeah, to yeah. back to your not rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> listen everyone, listen. Everyone just grab a bag of Fritos. Let's let's begin the recap. Sure, it's okay if I open Fritos on the podcast. Uh-huh. That's not a problem for the mic. Last time. Our heroes began their excursion into the Underdark, finding it to be just as creepy and confusing as the last time they were down there. Brigid leading the way, the party made good time on the first leg of their journey, encountering some difficulty once they made it past where Zola and Smite had battled Trick and Plebo. One encounter led them straight to two Aurelian transit workers who had been sent into the tunnel to inspect an area for some construction. While they were inspecting some strange slime on the tunnel wall, Zola clocked through Stilton's eyes two beetle bird monstrosities looking for a meal. Taking initiative, she used the Ring of Illusion to look like some sort of transit authority figure and moved forward into view, telling the two that they were needed back above ground for some emergency cleanup work, persuading them to leave the area rather than let them become hostages to the beasts in the darkness beyond. Sorry, the way you said hostages sounded like sausages. I know, it kind of like stumbled out of my mouth. Hostages. Good lord. They were about to be hostages yeah, they when were about those to be beetle hostages. bugs ate them. <laughs> As they left, these two hook horrors leapt into action, attempting to make Zola their meal. But thanks to Brigid's flame, Smite Smites, and Zola's blade, the two scampered off very injured with a small bag of Fritos to share. I'm tough and grizzly. You wouldn't want me anyway. It doesn't matter how long slow and low won't do any good for you on this one. I'm gamey. (laughs) I'm gamey. (laughs) (laughs) The party took a brief rest to heal up, then continued on their journey deep into the caverns of the Maramai Mountains, but not before Brigid used her special bag of beans to plant a bean, hoping that it would create a trap for their enemies. Unfortunately, metagaming-wise, we rolled a 25, and thus a statue identical to Brigid burst from the ground and immediately began to harass the group. After some bickering, the party convinced Statue Brigid to chill, then bashed her head in to make sure she didn't talk shit to anyone else in the tunnels. That's what I would have done. We really went back on our word. We were like, if you're just chill, if you're good, she's not going to be fucking chill, She's guys. not going to be chill. She's we already know it. Chill. We got to do something. We'll never talk of this night again. Also, who 
made the bag of beans? Like, who, what stoner druid devised this useless <sighs> bag of Probably Brussels sprout. Yeah, uh, we'll get into the uh, where you got the bag of beans, perhaps on the afterlife. Uh, <laughs> we have never discussed it, so I'd be interested to find out myself. Mm. Moving onward, the strange occurrences continued. Our heroes felt as though they were being watched no matter what they did or where they went. The walls were occasionally coated in sticky slime, and upon several occasions, random objects materialized out of thin air and fell to the ground. First, a bobblehead of the Emperor, then a book from the Erudite study, and finally, a lukewarm Aurelian beef patty. Freaked out, Zola called Marfin to see if he knew what the hell may be happening. You're right, it was lukewarm. That was an important piece of data. It was lukewarm. It's funny that we ate it Yeah, anyway. I was going to say, you didn't mention that we ate it, which I think was the point. Yeah, that's true. It, most important of all, you guys ate it without doing any sort of checks to see if it was poisonous. <laughs> yeah, we just, just like, off foaming at the hey, 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 <laughs> give me a slice of that, literally arguing <laughs> over who gets them. Oh my goodness. Uh, freaked out, Zola called Marfin to see if he knew what the hell may be happening, but he was unsure, promising to follow up soon with more info and notifying them that Moss seemed to be on the move, still below the city, but walking down a hallway of sorts. Knowing that time was short and answers they were looking for may only come through pushing on, our heroes did just that, heading deeper into the mountain towards where they hoped to find Brigid's Uncle Moss. Suddenly, Brigid and Zola through Stilton's eyes once more. Uh, does anyone know it Lily's eyes? You know, in Lily's eyes. So that's what I just keep hearing in my head whenever I say Stilton's eyes. Oh, yeah, I'm quite familiar with Secret Garden. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Um... <laughs> Don't worry, don't, don't worry. Don't worry, okay. Secret <laughs> Garden fans get in the comments. You, you all heard voices ahead of you guys spotting five figures in the distance making their way to another tunnel. Immediately, they realized these were Omni Malum agents, and upon hearing their conversation, realized Plebo was among them, as well as the mysterious Erica Boderica, who our heroes keep hearing about. Before our heroes could tail them or learn more, a stone dislodged by Brigitte's foot made a noise attracting the attention of this enemy force. And that is where we are right now. We've already rolled initiative at the end of last week's episode, so we are just going to start it right off. Zola, you are first. What would you like to do? Who have they seen? Are their eyes looking at us? They are looking down it towards your direction. I believe I said that you guys were kind of a little bit beyond 100 or so feet because of the fact that you can warg into Stilton and he right. was within 30 feet. They have dark vision up to 60 feet. So technically, none of you have been spotted, but they know that people are there. Okay. I turn to look at Smite, twist the ring on my finger, pull the Omni Malum badge out of my pocket and turn into Lord Akion. Oh my God. Out of game, we planned this last I time. I knew the moment I heard you both laughing on the afterlife, <laughs> I was like, what are they laughing about? Okay, okay, okay. Because Ashley straight out turned and looked at me and just went and, tw <laughs> and twisted a, an imaginary ring on her finger with like demon just eyes. looked at me with I knowing eyes. Raised my oh, eyebrows no. a little. So that that is 100% something that can get done in one turn very easily because uh, right. it is an action to use Disguise Self. So you now look at, like Lord Achillea and you have this long, just silky white hair, these glowing red eyes, this dark charcoal skin and this these high cheekbones. You're 
around the same height, which mm-hmm. is convenient. You know, no discrepancies there. Uh, and you are canon, now wearing uh, Lord Akion is shorter than yeah, Zola. Canon. Yes. Yeah. Shorter please don't say around little. the same height. Yes, I'm so sorry. Sexist Rounding is women. very sexist. <laughs> <laughs> so you are you are um you look like maybe if Lord Akion was wearing like some platform boots a little bit. Um, okay. So uh, you are wearing or you know illusory wearing this black armor bearing the same sigil, and you of course have your badge in hand. What would you like to do? I walk forward. I want to be clutching my side, kind of, um, and coughing, <coughs> hoping my voice will emerge out of the darkness towards them. <laughs> the, the, the farm bitch stabbed me. Um, let, why don't you roll a deception check? Okay. <laughs> the farm bitch stabbed me. <laughs> oh, didn't they just call me like a pig from a farm? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I only brought D6s. Is that okay? Oh <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'll probably, I'll just minus four from minus four whatever <laughs> roll three. Roll. Yeah. Here, I'll give you. That's hilarious. So uh, as you say that, you hear like a, a hesitant response from the darkness of Plebo going, Lord of killing him? Is is that you? Deception, you said? Deception. Okay. 16. 17 minus 1. Okay. I thought I, that was a 4. <laughs> I am going to roll some insight checks. Okay. That's bullshit. Because this is this is a big <laughs> fucking deal. Okay? To be Let's, fair, it's not, but... You rolled a, a 16 total? A 16, okay. yeah. There's a pause as the words echo down the cavern. Did you at least finish her off? Erica responds. Yeah, but she managed to get me on her way out. She's swimming with the alligators now. Ah, very good, Lord Akion. You do our kind proud. Plebo, um... Anything for Lolf. <laughs> very, very good. Um, you see... Advantage on their next roll. You see, <laughs> you looking into the darkness, um, they begin to now approach, kind of bringing with them a little light. You see um, Plebo lights up a little torch um, and begins to carry it. He, everyone there has dark vision, but, you know, for the sake of seeing for sure who else is there, they begin to approach. Um, we're going to pause initiative because technically mm. right now they think that it's just you. So they have no need to think that they are an initiative. Ah, uh, we are out of initiative uh, now. Like we no longer have to. For a second, I thought we were going to have to go through initiative. Oh my god! <laughs> they all um, start rolling. <laughs> um, you see, as they approach, two of the other drow—not Erica, but th- of the three foot soldiers—two fully, you know, stone faced, just approaching. One of them seems to be holding back a little bit, as if they feel uneasy about the scenario. Right. As they approach, um, Brigand and Smite have a choice. They can either be out in the open, and you guys will have to formulate some sort of additional lie here, or they can hide. Brigand, what would you like to do? Technically, it is actually your turn in initiative. Pyre is out, by the way. Yeah, I think Brigid wants to um, see if Zola can get as much information out of these people as possible. Okay. And so, she, uh, you know, she coaxes Pyre, or she beckons for Pyre to go back up into the earring for now. Pyre looks at you a little unsure at first, kind of like eyeing the enemy approaching it's and okay. looking up to you. 
and then a little bit of smoke and back into the earring she goes. I need a stealth check from you, and I believe you have advantage because of Mask of the Wild. I was just going to say that. Oh, yeah, baby. Right. Um, it's a 12. A 12. You slip into the darkness, kind of tucking yourself behind some one of these outcroppings of stalagmites near the floor. Um, Smite does the same slipping into the opposite side. Essentially, if this cavern is about 30 feet and just from one end to the other, you are hidden on the left and Smite is hidden on the right. They approach and don't take any notice of either of you. Wow. Um, first- Their passive must have been 11 because that's a bad, that's a bad fucking roll. Passive perception was 11, the highest of them. Same as the rats. Same as the rats. The rats <laughs> More are- More than <laughs> <laughs> um, Plebo kind of taking the lead, trying to like seem like he's still in charge, steps in front of Erica. Lord Akion, it is a pleasure to see you. I'm so glad you disposed of that sickly pig farmer or cow Mr. farmer. Mr. Underpaddle. Yes. Are the others on the move? Yes, there are many different um, many different agents out in the field right now. Um, no, the, the prisoners. The prisoners? Uh... Yes, uh, you know, I mean, if everything is going according to plan, then they should be being moved from the facilities to the chambers. And everything is going to plan? Of course, of course, of course. You see, he bows incredibly deeply. Lord Akeon, Paragon's vision is all I commit my life to. You know that I would never let anything, anything slip by as my attention. I am confident that the individuals have been moved to the secure facility and are beginning the transformation phase in the chambers. I uh, kind of let my serious uh, seriousness fall and clap Plebo on the shoulder um, hard, a little, a little hard. <laughs> Good man. Good oh, man thank under you. paddle. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bows deeply once again. You could tell that though Plebo has clearly been kind of doing a little bit of social climbing here, mm-hmm. he still is under Lord Akeon. Right. I um, look at Erica and I wink at her and I want it to be the kind of wink where I am like making fun of Plebo. Where I'm like, I clap him on the shoulder and then I look at Erica and I'm like Give me a What's the least you could do is you do your fucking job. <laughs> give me a persuasion check. This is really the best, like you know, it's like a, it's basically just a charisma check, but yeah. you know, for the sake of persuading her to laugh at what you're saying. Nine. Nine. She politely <laughs> smiles. Oh kind no, of. she's been taken in by his charm. Yes, she's, she looks to Plebo and you see that she, you know, admires his dedication to the organization. Um, enough that even though she would never oppose Laura Keon's opinions or never disagree with him, um, she doesn't want to egg it on so much. Right. I uh, look back at Plebo and say, one thing, before she died, that girl, she said that she mentioned a moss peace willow. I fear that he may have information that is pertinent to Paragon. I bow my head respectfully. They all bow as well. Even the, the three foot soldiers as well. Everyone bows their head the moment you say Paragon. <laughs> I need to speak to him before the transformation is complete. 
Well, he um, he should be in the specialized uh, chambers because of his. Take abilities. me to him. <laughs> <laughs> this this confidence. I could. It's if it were possible to see sweat behind disguised self. I feel like Zola. It looks like that gif of Jordan Peele. Where he's just yeah. dripping, dripping <laughs> sweat. Um, no, that's just Brigid crouching behind a stalactite. <laughs> Smite turns to you, Brigid, by the way, and it gives you two eager thumbs up. <laughs> no, I'm sweating and my heart is pounding. I am not okay. Um, he... Is it possible for me to, like, send a message to them through Stilton while I'm talking to these guys? Or you think no? I think that if you want to use Stilton, Stilton will have to do another stealth check because he's still okay. hidden from that initial. Right. Um, and, by the way, Brigid, you get a message in your mind from Smite. Are you okay? We're nailing this. We're doing good. I'm I'm very uh I'm very anxious. Brigid, we're gonna get Moss. I can t- Zola's nailing this. I've listen, I've been hanging out with Zola a few days now, and this is perhaps the most confident I've ever seen her. She's she's she, honestly at this point I, I may suggest acting in her future. That's how good she's doing this. It's good to know. We got this. It's okay. Take a breath. You ready? Ready for what? If we need to make a move, that is. We got her back. I think we just have to follow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We okay. we follow. If we need to, we make a move. Cool. All right. Awesome. Great talk. Turns back to you guys. <laughs> As Erica turns to Zola. Did you retrieve the crown? I nod solemnly and uh, pat my pat my bag. Give me another deception check. This one you can For roll sure. with advantage, though, because... As you've convinced them that you're you, and Lord Akion definitely holds a little weight enough that he wouldn't have to be like, yeah, of course, let yeah, me show you it. Yeah. Like, okay, first one is a five. Here we go, here we go. 16. Erica nods. Paragon will be pleased. Excellent work, sir. My success matters not. It is all about her vision. God, he is so good. Uh, <laughs> um, Polybo nods of course of course her vision her vision above all well shall I we were actually just on a quick trip up but I we can lead you back quickly before we before we head out once more I think that's most important right now alright uh, follow me sir um, behind see... my back I m- kind of motion to Smite Brigid like slowly slowly <laughs> So this is going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm like, as I know that it can only last so long. So long, yeah. But the furthest that we can get, and because we have no idea where he is, yeah, if yeah, yeah. on the move. No, it makes total sense. So, following Plebo's lead, you all turn back towards the smaller tunnel that leads away from this main shaft, and begin to walk into the darkness, as. You, Brigid, and Smite, watch from your hiding places. You see Plebo, then Zola, then Erica, then the three foot soldiers. The last taking a moment to pause and look out into the darkness, suspiciously glaring, before turning back and following the rest of the group. The way this is going to work Mm -hmm. is... They 100% know the way back. Mm -hmm. That is a guarantee. There will be no survival check. We are just going to roll on a modified encounter table Mm -hmm. that has a few extra spaces where nothing would happen. Right. 
If so you, scary. <laughs> if you are successful in rolling nothing, you will for sure arrive before disguised self wears off. Wow. If you roll something on this table, then it is possible that it will run out right before or like shortly after you reach whatever destination they're leading you to. Mm -hmm. So who would like to roll a D10? Can I have had um, Stilton hang behind where he was like chilling and then join Smite and Brigid? Totally. So that if I need to message through Stilton, I can communicate with them. Totally. Yeah. The moment that you guys head down, um, Brigid and Smite leave their hiding spot and begin to head after you. Uh, and you guys literally from the darkness, you hear... As Stilton pops his little head up from underneath, like, a small pile of rocks he had buried himself in with that nat 20 stealth check from last time. Um, and he scrambles out and kind of climbs up your druidic robes and pops onto your shoulder near your still glowing earring. Um, is there anything else you guys want to do before you, like, truly head down this? I message them and say, I think I'm nailing it. Smite's I might take like, an acting class or something. I was, <laughs> yes, 100%. If you need someone to front the cash, as I said, I am liquid. <laughs> I'm sure I can acquire the currency. Wow, you would invest in my education like that? Of course. Education is incredibly important if, of course, you are interested in it. I myself dropped out of high school and... You're taking me out of character. <laughs> Um, I shut off <laughs> Click. Um, and he's like, wait, okay, fine. You know, I can't see you, so fine. Um, the two... I want to actually ready in action. Okay, what would you mm. like to ready? Do I have to tell you? S it, you know what? I'll trust you. So long as it's just a single action, like what you would do in a turn. Yeah, that's totally fine. You don't have to tell me. So. You trust me? More than anything. I'm talking to you as you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is, uh, that, is that not the voice that, that is, Noah yep. uses when you guys are alone? We're alone? <laughs> yep. yep. Finally, Lisa left. I can talk normally. <laughs> okay, so who wants to roll the d10? Go for it. Right. It's a two. You guys continue, Brigid and Smite following at probably about like 60 feet, just at the edge of dark vision mm -hmm. so that no one can detect them. Deeper and deeper. Most of this time goes by completely uninterrupted. You don't have to deal with any sort of beasts coming out, any sort of other agents. Mm -hmm. You know, Plebo leads the way occasionally just, you know, talking about how much he loves Paragon and how he excited he is for the announcement that's supposed to be happening tonight. Towards the end of this journey... This group in the front, led by Lord Akion and Plebo, mm -hmm. begins to hear a sort of, like, clinking from up ahead. Uh, Plebo kind of squints into the darkness. We haven't even descended down the last stairwell. It shouldn't be this loud. Then, looking into the darkness, you see what can only be described as a clockwork abomination. A spider-like machine with claw-like appendages holding tools, clamps, a hammer, pliers, a welding gun, its many red glowing eyes flickering as it searches through the darkness, almost as if it were lost, kind of stumbling and sparking. On its head of sorts, there looks to be some sort of empty chair fixed before a wide control panel of buttons and levers. It hasn't really even noticed you guys, uh, and as Plebo clocks it, he goes, What? One of the crawlers? What the hell is this doing up here? What the hell is this doing up here? <laughs> I, 
Sir bows deeply. I am so sorry. I do not know how one of the one of my brothers must have accidentally, you know, let it get loose. I I'm sure we could. I, we just have to, you know, re, re, stop uh, it. Yeah, you know, uh, just, uh, just stop it. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, carry on then. Okay. Uh, you see, Plebo nervously approaches, um, and Erica looks on a little bit. <laughs> Uh, anxiously for him. Um, you watch Erica steps forward as well. Halt! Um, and you watch as this creature locks up in place, and then Plebo begins to scramble up the side of it. His rope, he like trying to hold onto his black robes, like <laughs> scrambles up the side, pulls himself into the seat. Okay, I just gotta. Just like moving a few le- uh, levers, you begin to watch as this clockwork abomination of sorts kind of straightens out a little bit he looks it over (sighs) you know these designs solely that did a really great job sir definitely you know credit to them on this but truthfully between this they're a little clunky they're they're a little little clunky. clunky and you know the i mean between this and the automatons i mean like with with the practice at place, they really really need to perfect this design. I, I mean, I'm I'm confident that the the soldiers will be a hundred percent fine. But you know, with in regards to this, I apologize for my brother's mistakes. If it were perfect already, Plebo, there wouldn't be a war on. Yes, sir. Yes. Um. You see, he bows bashfully from his seat. Well, oh, I, was, I was trying to encourage him a little. <laughs> it's okay. This is why we're working on this. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank if you. It were, if it were all as as we would... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whispering from the darkness. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> if it were all as it were meant to be, then we wouldn't have these at all. Well, let me lead you back. Um, I believe I have enough knowledge to pilot this machine of my brothers? You gnomes, you're so... Your skills with the automatons are uncanny. Thank you. I'd love to take a, a peek at, you know, the, the blueprints or talk, talk shop with you a little sometime. Just as a passing curiosity, I, I find... Aside from my duties, I find the mathematics of it all incredibly interesting. Have they not been showing you the designs? That's... No, no, I, but I mean, it's not not my position to bother myself with such... Of course, of course, sir. Everyone bows, bows, like, <laughs> multiple times, the soldiers as well. I have more the, to do than look at silly drawings all day. Of course, of course, silly, silly drawings. <laughs> um, well, you see, sitting atop of this, this clockwork spider, well, I guess I'll just lead us back in this, why not? Um, care for a ride? Yeah, I was gonna say, is there room in the the cockpit? (laughs) There is, and you, he like puts a hand down to help you up. Um, it it looks like he's trying (gasps) to put a hand down for Erica, but you put your hand up and grab it, and Erica's like, okay, uh, yes, of course, I shall, I shall walk beside, of course. Uh, she bows her head as, um, Plebo pulls you up. You're significantly heavier than he has yes. ever remembered. Sir, you've b- certainly bulked up. You are... Whew. The crown is of a significant weight. Whoa, I, I had no idea. I didn't... It's that heavy. You feel it... I mean, not that I've lifted you before, sir, but you, the mass is... It's magical mass. Magical Mag- heaviness. Wow. Yes. The your, crown weigheth heavy on the head. <laughs> your wisdom knows no bounds, sir. Bows deeply. Tis why she must rest only on the head of a god. Of course. God, 
Paragon will be pleased. I, I'm Brigid is like, okay, okay. okay. Smite <laughs> is, <laughs> Smite has taken out a, an application for Fantasy Juilliard and is currently <laughs> writing in Zola's information. Um, you guys following now on, you like pull yourself up onto this clockwork machine. It is a little small to fit the two of you, but you sit down in the seat and he plops down in your lap. Don't mind me, sir. Uh, and begins to like start operating it as it starts I to move am forward. messaging Brigid and Smite every detail I notice of the interior of this the buttons that I see plebo pressing what makes the left foot forward what makes the right foot go forward like anything I can tell technically like I'm trying to give like a description of the interior of this okay mechanism. Um, do you if you're trying to remember this for the sake of potential use later, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have you roll just a flat yes. intelligence check yeah. right now. Just yeah, I'm gonna see if well I can make sense of a of a motorized yeah. thing. This is and I'm like, what the fuck? This <laughs> is so <laughs> advanced. I'm in a mech. <laughs> you literally sit down in this thing and you look, and there's a brief moment where you look at all these like boop 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 like flickering kind of buttons and like switches that kind of like shift in place. Um, Messaging brings my it's just like riding a horse. <laughs> Brigid looking at it, it Smite just takes a look at Brigid and it's like, this is earth shattering for me. I've never <laughs> seen so like when we dealt with that automaton, I thought that was fucking crazy, but this is wild. All right. Well Would Brigid would Brigid have seen anything like this ever? Never. Okay. This is for sure beyond any sort of tech. You would know that gnomes, like even even the forest gnomes, the the few that live in the jungles of the Veridontes, they're they're very intelligent. They have a lot of different kind of technologies at their disposal, but they they have more of a like wooden clockwork aesthetic, mm-hmm. kind of working with like steam and stuff like that. Whereas this seems to quite literally be like an arcane powered metal machine, which mm. is totally unfamiliar to you. Mm-hmm. I need another stealth check also from Brigid and Smite as we head into this last section. And intelligence yes, check. give me an intelligence check. Eight. Eight. <laughs> um, so the the dude out on the left um, is making it go um, weep womp, and then the he's press. There's a green button, and it's you know, are we? I'm uh-huh. not sure what that is. Okay. This uh, thing's flashing. <laughs> thank you so much, um, Brigid. You look over and you see Smite's notes say like button flashing question mark question mark. Don't forget the wee womp. We want, we want. Got it, got it. It's inside. It's just kind of there's like a piece that's like squeaky. The wheat walls are the integral. Wheat, <laughs> integral. We must remember the wheat walls. Um, we must protect this wheat. We wall. must protect this wheat wall. All right, Brigid, bless the wheat walls. <laughs> Brigid, give me that stealth check. It's a thirteen. A thirteen. You trail behind. It's following than the last one. You trail behind, following this group for some time in the darkness. Plebo, at this point, still uh, has extinguished the torch since this mech's ha- since this mech has kind of flashlight-like eyes that, since his rebooting of it, have turned yellow. Do I think that these things helped make the tunnels? Give me an insight check. Seventeen plus eight. You- Seventeen plus eight. <laughs> you look at these machines. It becomes abundantly clear to you that this is for sure a machine that is used for building and construction rather than, like, fighting. Like, you imagine if you had encountered this thing alone, if you had fought it, it would really just be it glitching out, swinging the tools that it has. That being said, it does not look like it has been formed to construct tunnels. 
Okay. It looks more like it has been formed to move things and handle kind of welding. We're talking nailing things down. You know, it's 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 got these kind of more specific tools. If it were supposed to be like drilling holes, there would you would expect some sort of like ability to blast or some sort of massive drill that could like bore into something. This mm-hmm. seems to be a so little bit more technical. So you would say it's a carpenter ant. Yeah, sure. It it is a carpenter ant, and it kind of does look like one with that kind of for construction instead of like excavation. Exactly. So it It reminds me of the big ant, Ant Man, but gold and with a welding tool. Exactly. So you follow after this carpenter ant um, esque machine moving deep into the darkness. You guys twist and turn. Sometimes you head down like these wide stone stairs. Other times you're just heading down a long hallway of darkness. Just deeper and deeper at this point it is nearing approximately like 45 50 minutes on your disguise self spell you're beginning to think oh shit if we do not arrive soon i am absolutely going to come out of this yes as the time starts to tick by i am glancing over at plebo starting to um, feel a little damp in my disguise (laughs) as i'm getting nervous um, about time ticking by and i am thinking that uh, if everything goes to shit the one thing i'm going to try and do is capture plebo under pavel okay i am like my whole body is tensed Mm. he's literally sitting on your lap so it's like sir you've your thighs have tightened quite a bit is everything all right (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) you flexed so suddenly i just remember your station plebo of course of course sir so <laughs> I will say I've been doing a lot of squats. I can again the gains. I you've said it was the crown, but I, it really does feel like you've put on some muscle, sir. I admire your work, Plebo. Let us speak of our plan. I find it. <laughs> I find it refreshes my mental fortitude if I talk through things a little bit. Of course, sir. It is always also, good to retrace your steps. You know, it's always good to talk things out. Um. What would, what's, where would you, what would you specifically like to ask? So I get the crown and, well, there's a lot of moving parts, isn't there? I get the crown, I, I deliver it, and then, and then what to maximize our time, what are you doing in that moment? Oh, well, I will, of course, be um, at the meeting today where you will present the crown to Paragon. Of course. So um, from there, I will be taking minutes for the meeting, and, you know, if you need any coffee during that time, I can, of course, get not, you. Not at the meeting, Plebo. Okay. Um, I mean, in general, what are you What are you working on? What's your project right now? Sir, uh, I never knew you would have such interest in, in, in assistance work. Well, I am hopefully going to, you know, Paragon Bless going to be sent north with the forces to assist them in entering into the Balderheim branch. Ah, they're sending you up north then. Yes, of course. An honor. Quite an honor. Not I, one of your brothers then. No, no. I mean, you know, I'm I, I am the highest of my station. My brothers, they they're they they'll be happy in the workshops. I I must be amongst our people, among you, know, you and I we're we're alike in that we were meant to be on the forefront of the kind of plan that we're doing that I also know all about. Give me yes. an insight check. Yes, Plebo. We are alike in many ways. <clears throat> Not one. Not one. 
Plebo could be the Paragon. <laughs> you look at Plebo for a second. You're like, perhaps the reason why Plebo's being this way is because Plebo is actually the fulcrum of it all. My eyes narrow. <laughs> Brigid style. <laughs> I message Smite and Brigid. There's more to this man than seems. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Don't just remember that you're supposed to be injured, too. That might be helpful. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> just an awkward cough inside of the machine. Uh, sir, I'll be sure to Ow. send you. I, I'm sure that someone will be able to assist you with your injuries uh, in the barracks. Yes, just a scratch. Uh, you tis guys, a scratch. Tis just, but tis but a scratch, of course. Uh, <laughs> a flesh wound. Say it's a flesh wound. It's a flesh wound, Plebo. <laughs> of, of course, sir. It just eyes you oddly and turns back to the controls. Finally, you guys enter into the final tunnel. Stupid. Had to get it in somewhere. Flesh wound, flesh wound. Tell him it's a flesh wound. You guys step into one last large set of staircase. This one looks to be about 15 feet wide, 15 feet tall, um, heading deep deep, deep into the darkness, kind of spiraling around, reminiscent of your time in Paddlewick. Brigid and Smite follow after this little faux Omnimalum troop, walking down the steps into this darkness. Can I ask you a question about the stairs? Yes. Is it like, uh, it's a spiral staircase going down? Mm -hmm. Is the center like a cylinder that is like, there's no, like, so I could push someone off like and they clear. would fall? Or is there, is a center like solid? Uh, this is a closed tunnel. You you gather it's a spiral staircase only because after like the first turn around, you're like, oh, it's still going same distance, still going downward. So, funny. so I was wondering the same thing. I was like, can I push? Someone can off? I push someone off? No, no, no. <laughs> this one is set up to unlike the ones in Paddlewick, which was literally like a giant tube heading into the ground. Right. This one is actually a like stone staircase that can be walked upon um, with and cavern the, walls around it. And this is the staircase that Plebo was referring to, like the. At some point, Plebo had said, we're not close to the sto the last staircase, the last long staircase or some shit like that. So yes. this is like the one. This is the staircase. This is where you would imagine this machine kind of wandered out from. Mm -hmm. um, and you see, Plebo, as you're kind of going along, Plebo is like, I'm so embarrassed for my brothers. I can't believe that they would just, like, one of these got out. It's Plebo, let's think creatively for a moment. What would make one of your incredible machines go off the beaten path is there a way that the circuit could short or is there someone who could rewire its daily wanderings he um kind of slows the machinery for a moment pausing it erica pauses behind you guys as the machine slows to a stop in the middle of this stairwell ah uh, i am embarrassed to say sir that the glitch is still present in some of these machines. Um, it is less common in these ones without component S, but with the one, the others, we've definitely got it. We've definitely solved it since last time. So uh, it's merely a technical glitch. It's 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 something that we we usually have rooted out. It's this is like a one in a hundred. I'm sure that none of the other ones have done this. There. Valleys in every mountain range. Mistakes in every campaign. But don't let it happen again. Of course, sir. Such wisdom. Goodness. Um, you see Erica listening takes a little note of that. It's like, ooh, I think these... Erica writes it down for her pillow embroidery later. I shall put this on a pillow. It will soothe me in more ways than one. 
You walk and walk and walk. One minute, two minutes, three minutes, six minutes, seven minutes. Wait, does Zola know that it's coming to an end? Can like Zola feel it? Zola, Zola has a good internal counter on this. So she actually does kind of get a sense that it's coming to an end soon. As you are walking down these stairs, Zola, that once musty, familiar, cool, stale air smell begins to shift to a more acrid, kind of smoky smell as you get closer. It actually burns your nostrils a little bit. Um, You've smelt this kind of in the streets of Aurelia. You know, you've chalked it up to kind of the fact that this is a busy city and there's lots going on, but this almost feels like choking at this point. You continue on walking down the stairs until it opens up into a 20 by 20 tunnel leading about 60 feet ahead of you. Um, And at the end, you notice dim pastel light, similar to what you saw below Padawick, illuminating the golden ochre stone that you've been trekking through. You begin to approach the end to see that this tunnel opens onto a stone platform looking out upon this gargantuan cavern with massive pastel-colored crystals jutting up from the ground and the walls, some even connecting to the cavern ceiling high above, illuminating the space with their eerie glow. You are now truly in the caverns of the Underdark, this large cave extending out beyond your vision ahead with massive stone columns easily several city blocks wide connecting the ceiling and floor, breaking up the space. Beautiful pools of water sparkling amongst the crystal and rock. As you get to this kind of platform right outside of the cavern opening, you get a better angle over the cavern floor below and you see spreading over the area and closest to this central column that is closest to you is an expansive military compound, a city unto itself divided into concentric rings. A stone wall perfectly encircles around all the golden brown stone structures, barracks, factories, forges, guard towers, housing, storehouses, training grounds where hundreds of underdark denizens, drow, pale, dwarf-like figures, Grimlock humans and some Swerf Nebelin, aka Deep Gnomes, go about their grim work. You also see others, metallic dog-like machines positioned at gates, walking with patrols on the outer ring of the city, as well as more of these clockwork spider vehicles, these, these what look like abominations to you and are clearly these kind of utility crafts that are being piloted by Deep Gnomes to pull supplies to the various forges and workshop, as well as construct various things near those factories. It's kind of hard to get a good look at it. In the distance, past this military district circling around the base of the column which lies at the center of this settlement, looks to be housing of sorts. A residential area, perhaps? Where others, practically specks in the distance, go about their days. The style of these buildings is brutalist, angular, very straightforward, built for purpose and not aesthetic, though you do notice the single-eyed smiley face imprinted upon the guard towers that circle the base and upon some flags that stick from some of the other buildings, keeping consistent with the branding of the organization. Looking out from this platform, you also see that a set of stairs leads down a path cut through the crystal and rock outcroppings between you and this city. And as you look to your left and right, you see that several other tunnels located along the walls closest to you, not very close, but just similar in construct, all weave through to these main paths head to four entrances opposite each other on the circle. Basically, it looks like there are four gates into the city. This machine you're riding most likely accidentally escaped when the doors were down at one point Mm -hmm. and 
luckily for them, you're returning it. Each one of these gates has two tall, pyramid-topped guard towers where members of their forces man large ballista, and others, armed with crossbows, pace the walls between, keeping watch. You hear the hustle and bustle of this hidden civilization echoing throughout the space around you, and see plumes of black smoke wafting upwards towards vents that are built in the ceiling. You gather that the smell, this this acrid smoke, now just goes straight up into the city. Just that, like, vents mm. upward through the city. Um, at this point, Erica um, um, goes, uh, We actually probably should turn back now that we have brought you here. I... I believe that it is um, of utmost importance that we retrieve those final few. So we will head back up. Um, Plebo, would you like to join or shall I meet you at Under the Influence soon? I'll meet you at the bar, honey. Erica nods, blushing a little bit. Um, and she nods to the three drow who look to be her escorts and they begin to head back up towards the tunnel. At this point, we are on... I will say this is essentially you've got like a second to react before your spell wears off. And Brigitte and Smite are currently in that stairwell. Though it is wide, there's very few places to hide. So you'll have there's gonna you each have a moment here to have like one decision. Yes. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Um I turn and look at Plebo. As Who's sitting in your lap. <laughs> you look over his shoulder. I look over his shoulder. I'm um, digging in uh, my bag, like, looking for something. And as he looks at me, I look him in the eyes and say very loudly, Plebo, no, Plebo, no. And I take out of the bag of holding Lord Accion's dead body and throw it out of the um, automaton's cockpit and try and hunker down like throw plebo like above me and just try and like slip down under the seat oh my god okay okay we're gonna put a pin in this brigid is there anything you want to do while erica and her crew begin to walk up the stairs i'm gonna say for the sake of spacing you're 60 feet behind zola so you are, for all intents and purposes, at the base of that stairwell, at the beginning of the tunnel that led to this kind of platform overlooking this massive space. Okay, so basically what I'm going to do is I know that I can hear them. They're going to come back towards me. I cast Fog Cloud so that we can hide ourselves or at least like get out from the tunnel and like hide. So I feel like you say, Plevo, Plevo, no, and I like... I like smile, thinking like this is our chance with the eye and the body, <laughs> and uh, I cast fog cloud like centered on where you are, like in, in the automaton, so that you can like clamber down, so that when the fog dissipates, you see Plebo with a yeah. dead body of Lord Akion as a distraction. Okay, so this is insanity, and, and I wanna I wanna follow. I wanna just go where exactly where Zola is. You. Reach into the bag. Plebo, like, tilts his head confusingly. I'm still looking like Lord Accion as <laughs> his head is there. And then as Plebo's face turns like, horrified realization, I am, like, melting back into Gorgonzola. So, Plebo, Plebo, no! <laughs> He's like, you see his, his one little eye bulges in its socket out of 
complete shock and fear as you rip this body out and kind of just like you're literally he's on your lap so he looks over his shoulder and watches this happen as a dead body <laughs> is plopped on top of both of you um as no you no, see, no i'm trying to throw it out onto the ground out onto the ground so yeah. you literally pull out of the bag and it kind of, it falls and like crumples to the ground a total rag doll at the feet of this mechanical kind of abomination <laughs> um you see Erica, the three drow, whip their head around to go fog look, cloud. and then immediately, fog cloud begins to billow out from the area. What is going on? I I'm making like moaning sounds, like oh, oh, oh my god! <laughs> no, it can't be you! It can't be you! Under paddle. <laughs> you see, I'm gonna roll an Arcana check to see if she can react fast enough. Essentially, okay. Um, this fog cloud begins to billow out from this point, and you see Erica's eyes flash red as she snaps her fingers, and it dissipates immediately. Oh, um, you are still hidden in this machine. Brigid, you are 60 feet behind Erica. She has turned her back to you. We're not initiative, but I'm we are going to. No, jump back I can cast it again. We'll start with initiative. Luckily, Zola is up first. We are going to keep the initiative from before. I think I go after Zola, don't I? And you go after Zola. So up first, Zola, you have just tossed this body on the ground. The fog is dissipating, but you have kind of ducked down into the seat. Plebo looks like he's about to scream out, you know, essentially being like, she's here! She's here! You have your turn. What would you like to do? Okay. Ring of Illusion is in action, right? And I can use it again? Yes. I know that it's going to be fucky with the height, and it might only give me a a second, but I turn into Plebo. Oh my god. <sighs> okay, you and... twist the ring once more, and as the one illusion fades, <laughs> another appears over. You do look to be, because Disguise Self is an illusion, I'm gonna say that it literally does look like he's there, but physically, as we know, if someone were to reach where they know your chest to be, they would hit your chest. Yes. And your face, <laughs> which was Plebo's face at the moment, is probably where your navel is normally. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so Plebo immediately looks at you and goes, what, what the? F oh, I uh. would like to action surge. Okay. And I want to um, grab Plebo by the, by the collar of his shirt and drive my sword into his stomach. Okay, roll your attacks. Okay. You bastard. 16 plus nine. That'll hit. And I'll just roll the other one because I'm just going to hit him. A second one's a nap one. Okay. First one, you swing forward. He manages to like push back off of you and the blade does fully like slide into his robes, right into his side. He goes, ah, ah, he whimpers out in pain. You go to swing again, but this one, he's a little bit too quick. He slides under you. You guys are scrambling in the cockpit of this machine. 16 damage. 16 damage. Okay. He winces. He looks in bad shape, but he is still alive. A pretender! A pretender! You're the pretender! This is ridiculous! What the fuck is going on? Ridiculous! Oh. Unbelievable! That is just... <laughs> ugh, I hate you so much. I swear to God. I cast Fog Cloud. Um, it is now your turn. <laughs> you cast Fog Cloud. She does not have a reaction this because is it is so not funny. her turn again. Um, and immediately Erica looks back I'll do a perception check to see, because she does all of a sudden see suddenly fog begins to form around and she goes, not again. It starts Pliba, from a point. what is going on? It starts from a point though. So she, it doesn't come from me. It comes from a point. Yeah, no, I know. But she, she would look she's around. She's just looking around casting. to see who's casting. Luckily for you, she rolled a nat one. So um, she looks around. Plebo, Plebo, what is going on? What is going on? She's here and she's, she's disguised as me. Okay. 
<laughs> that is Brigid's turn. It is the Drow's turn. You see the three foot soldiers pull out their crossbows, looking around nervously. They are going to make perception checks. That's a six. That's a four. And that's a 19. So these first two, they look around. They go to Plebo. Go to Plebo. And they rush forward towards the end of the tunnel where the machine has, like, you know, currently is stalled in place. There's a bunch of fog. It's very difficult for them to see as they, like, scramble up. They look inside and see two plebos. One of them kicks a body on the ground. They go, Lodic, Lodic here. No, my God, no. Immediately begins to panic. They see the two of you. We're going to just roll, I guess, contesting checks here to see who they swing on. I'm going to roll persuasion. And you're going to roll deception. I'm cowering. <laughs> I'm using my beg and cower like, ability. Please, it's me. No, it's me. It's me. Don't listen to her. 14. Dirty 20. She's the imposter. It's her. They look. This is fucking weird. Uh, we are just going to have to take you both. One of them is going to try and grapple Plebo, And the other is going to try and grapple you. Okay. First one on Plebo is a nat 20. You see one of them full just barrel tackles him out. You idiot! It's not me! It's her! Just (laughs) they begin to tumble to the ground as he tries to scramble out. Um, And then this one is going to be for you. Does 25? 25 uh, for sure beats the 11 that this drow rolled. You idiots! Get the crown from Lord Achillian's body! Uh, You shove him off. He goes... The, the crown, the, right, the crown, the crown, um, jumps down, um, and that is their turn. The other, the last one, turns back into the darkness. This is a mess. You're someone back there. I know you are. Um, and it's just going to fire disadvantage shot in the dark towards you guys. Going for you first. A bolt just flies over your head, sticking in the stone behind you as this drow begins to advance, raised crossbow at its face, kind of just like looking around, trying to find you with its dark vision. Um, That is their turn. It is now Erica's turn. Baderica. Erica Baderica. She is a smart woman. She will succeed. Erica, please. There's something between us. Plebo, I know. Uh, we will handle this later. First, first, we need to deal with this situation. Um, <laughs> Don't you love me? For anyone who's looking at her, you see her eyes flare red for a second, and she disappears. <gasps> that is her turn. Scary. It is now going to be Smite's turn. Smite is hidden with you. The two of you are kind of tucked behind the sides of the tunnel as this drow approaches slowly, kind of looking towards the stairs, hoping that no one's going to jump out and fucking kill him. I just um, want to stealth by him. Like, I don't want to fuck with them. I want to hide. This is kind of a clear straight away. I want to go out where the automaton is and down like we had planned. Right. So, Smite, quick second decision. He, he um, knows that this is delicate, like you guys have to finish this quickly. He wasn't in the um, text combo. <laughs> I have no idea what the fucking plan is here. <laughs> I'm just going to have to goddamn wing it. Um, you see he presses a hand to his chest and murmurs something, and you hear him say, Mr. Bless me. And his form begins to shift and rapidly vibrate very quickly as he casts Blur on himself. Um, now it is going to be Plebo's turn. Plebo scrambling underneath this guy. Get the hell off of me! He's going to try and escape the grapple. He just barely does. Mm. Five and a nat one. Um, <laughs> he slides out from under him. You fucking idiot! She's 
I'm me. She's not me. Fuck, this is so fucking stupid. He doesn't even know. He can't even say it because he knows he's lying. Shut up, Hick. God damn, this is so fucking ridiculous. Um, Plebo is... Okay, he is going to do... He turns to you, Zola, and he is going to make an attack. He gotta get, he's going to get a sneak attack. Okay. Oh, my God. What? Is it 13 hit? No. <laughs> he swipes out with his dagger, but between all of the fog and, like, the chaos of these drow kind of tumbling over I each other. You away. smack his blade away. And he, I whisper, little bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, you can tell that he is incredibly <laughs> shaken right now. Um, he is going to bonus action hide. You sat on my lap, bitch. I can't believe I fell for that. I trusted you. You complimented my toned thighs. I hate you. You think my thighs are toned. They are, but that doesn't mean I like you. You're terrible. I hate you. Um, and he f- slips into the stone. I'm going to seduce Arika. <laughs> you bastard. Leaps out of hiding. No, I'm kidding. Um, slides into hiding and disappears. It is now your turn, Zola. Right now, there is that one drow who looks like he's about to go inspect Lord Akion's body. There is the other who was just kicked off of Plebo. And then, of course, beyond the cl- fog cloud are your allies and Erika Baderica and the final drow where you're not sure anyone is doing. Okay. Is the automaton... Um open air is there like does the mechanism lift off the top like what's the exit situation for me it is open air um which makes which is why it was so easy to just like throw the body out so easily so it is basically like a front windshield almost like a motorcycle but with a wider kind of sitting location and um if if a motorcycle had the driver's seat of a car basically okay and um, how close to the edge of the platform is the automaton at this moment? It is literally standing in front of these stairs. I'm going to actually roll perception checks for the guard tower at okay. this point. Okay, understandable. All right. A three and a five. So yes. as of right now, this commotion is just happening in seconds. They have not spotted you yet. Okay. I'm grappled right now, right? Um, oh, wait, no, because no, I got a 25. Yeah, you got a 25. <laughs> you fucking literally, uh, this small little <laughs> creature kicked this drow off. And you could tell that he was like, whoa, the whoa. force behind this fucker. I scramble up onto the, like, hood of the automaton, <laughs> look at Plebo, salute him, and I'm going to disengage and jump off of the like windshield of the automaton and like land hard in the staircase and just start running okay you leap down i'm gonna say if you're landing onto the staircase just give me an athletics check okay you know you're jumping from a a reasonable height but not so reasonable that you would take falling damage unless you fall down these stairs 21 21 you easily three-point landing in front of this machine and you begin to bolt down the stairs towards this kind of forest of crystals between you and the massive city-like fortress that is your turn. Um, they just watch Plebo heading there. Uh, uh, Plebo, yes, yes, go warn them. Go warn them. There's, an, there's attackers. Go warn them. Although Shouting down I to t- you. If I took an attack of opportunity, I could hide, right? Uh, if I landed yes. in the crystals? Yes. I'm going to do that. Because um, okay. I'm at full hit points, so I'll take the attacks and I will attempt to hide. Okay. Plebo will make an attack on you. Oh, my God. You fucking... Fuck me. 
It's a nat one. Then the other drow who's closest to you, that's a natural 16 plus four, that's a dirty 20. I'll shield. Okay, you, as you leap down, you see Plebo sh like tries to stab you with this incredibly like beautiful black obsidian dagger. Mm. And you manage to knock it out of the way. And as you're falling backwards, slow motion, you see this other drow kind of swipe out with his blade, kind of like, why are you running away? Um, and you manage to throw up this arcane shield and you see both of their eyes widen in shock. Mm -hmm. The illusion is being broken, is, uh, yeah. but you now have the ability to hide as yes. you land on the stairs and turn towards the crystals. You will have to leap off the path that is like this yeah. off the stairwell, but it's not like a jump at this point. Yeah. 19 stealth. 19. They, looking through the fog cloud, they see you vanish. They have no idea where you went. That is your turn, Brigid. It is now your turn. So I'm just going to use a dash action and jump into my fog cloud. Okay. So you bolt forward. This one takes a swing on you um, with disadvantage because you are entering into the fog cloud. Halt! Who goes there? Swings wildly and you hear a blade <laughs> crack against the stone nearby. Totally misses you. Tola thinks, dink! <laughs> um, while you're running, you feel like a, like a kind of movement from your side. You are so lucky This there's cool. disadvantage on this. That was a nat 20. Um, oh. As from invisibility, Erica swings out at you but misses. Um, that is their turn. You run forward. There's last two. Um, you're bolting through. Suddenly, like, bursting through the fog. People's like, who the fuck are you? Um, <laughs> as you bolt and jump forward. Someone he's never seen before in his life. <laughs> oh, my God. Another nat 20 and another nine disadvantage. So, Clebo uh -huh. swings at you and misses. This one sucks swings at you. Seven plus four is 11. Misses. <laughs> and last one. He gets three attacks? Uh, no. So, this was one drow, two oh, drow, oh, and, oh. Then, and then Plebo. He's like, what the fuck? Um, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, my final form. <laughs> um, no, all you of joke, these, but I know, right? Um, you literally like slow motion, bolt past, dive under one blade, bounce off the wall to avoid the invisible Erica, jump between the legs of this spider-like abomination as these two other drow try and swing out at you haphazardly. Plebo from hiding tries to stab you, but you manage to roll and leap down. Give me an acrobatics check. We'll see if you can land and leap down amongst the crystals or tumble and begin to fall down the stairs, taking some damage. That's uh, a natural one. Natural one. You I'm looking up, presumably <laughs> waiting for Brigid to like come join me. Fully, if we're if the platform is an elevated platform and there's a set of stairs that kind of come down from it, um, you've leapt on the up like on the side of the stairs, right, like down on the ground, it, yeah. yeah, tucked underneath and behind it. Uh, you suddenly see Brigid fly out from the fog and just like look down, arms spindling as she clearly has overshot this. I wave. <laughs> you slow mo. It's like if anyone has seen the Umbrella Academy meme of those two like looking at each other as their cars yeah. drive in different direction. <laughs> you two look at each other. Brigid, you suddenly begin to fall. Um, give me a dexterity saving throw. Yep, so it's a 12. 12. You tumble down the stairs but manage to catch your footing. You only take 10 damage as like you just literally just 
you over jumped it and landed a little hard on your legs as you land you scramble and kind of duck and roll off the side um landing right next to zola the two of you crouch under like beside this stone staircase crystal's not far from you i look at brigid laughing <laughs> this kind of <laughs> reminds me of a one time with a friend uh, remind me to tell you later <laughs> brigid you are so stressed right now yeah. this is such a scenario <laughs> zola is like in all of your experience you've had a lot of close calls this is fucking crazy <laughs> even though you were a seasoned adventurer yourself this is some pretty fast and loose plan making it is now going to be the drow turn this fog cut is still up you know like mm-hmm. you, oh actually roll a concentration check since you took damage as you fell just trying to beat a 10 for a um. constitution saving throw constitution yeah so it's a 14 14 you men despite taking that hit your focus retains and you keep that fog just swirling from there um since we are also at the top of the round i'm gonna roll perception checks for the two guard towers nope it is the drow's turn um you see the one drow is going to make a perception check because he has not yet come out of hiding that is not going to work where are you come out come out and uh Surrender. We will take you prisoner. Nervously looking back at his companions who are scrambling to get shit together. I'm looking in at the sc- Brigid, shaking my <laughs> shaking head. His head. Um, um, she, uh, this drow is going to take a shot in the dark with disadvantage. Wow. With disadvantage, that's a dirty 19. You guys can't see this, but this drow raises and takes a shot into the dark. It spirals through. Smite sees it coming, and at the last second, he leaps out and blocks it with shield. Nice. Um, that is that one's turn. These two drow um, that are also up there, Plewa goes, find them! Find them all! Find them! Um, and they are just going to make perception checks to see if they can find you guys. That is going to do it. That will not do it. Uh-huh. Um, these two look around. One of them, uh, like, looks at Plebo. This damn fog! I can't see shit! They are going to begin to make their way back to the base. Um, so these two at the top, one of them is staying with Lord Akeon. This body looks so disgusting. Uh, how, how long has this thing been dead? <laughs> he begins to look through it. Um, the other one goes, I'm going to warn the Citadel. The people of the socket must know. And he begins to run towards the gate far below. Thumbs down on Thumbs the socket. Thumbs down on the socket. We're yeah. not a fan. Nobody oh, likes the socket. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, yeah. so that's the name. Got it. Um, so, okay. One drow is going to head down that way. The another one is still working with Lord Akion. trying to search through him. Uses literally his turn to look through. The clown is not here. Um, that is its turn. Um, it is now Erica's turn. Erica sees where Smite has cast shield (laughs) you shouldn't have come down here you hear that voice echo throughout the cavern and suddenly from a point when he goes down on (laughs) you shouldn't have gone down there afterlife no way the air paid for this (laughs) the air begins to cool and she Blasts out a cone of cold, enveloping the entire hallway, stretching all the way to where Smite has revealed himself. He's going to roll a constitution saving throw. He is going to pass. Nice. But she is still going to roll damage, and he is going to take half. This other drow goes, wait, Erica, please. And then 
<laughs> completely frosted over. There's no way that he can survive that half damage on this. Um, he actually, I'll roll his con save just Stone for the fun of it. Stone cold, Erica. And that, <laughs> just for the fun of it, I rolled the con save. That drow rolled a nat one. So, oh, so literally is now turned into a fucking ice statue in the middle of this hallway. <laughs> 30 damage, half to 15. You hear like a, a wince from the cold, but you guys, Smite, no. just all you can hear is pain. You don't know necessarily how well he succeeded on that. You don't know what he's looking like. It sounds like he took half damage. <laughs> he's strong. I think he probably only took half. He sounds hurt, but half hurt. Um, Still in, by the way, pops out from underneath mm. your cloak. Yeah, uh, he's Brigid. with me. He's been win with you. Um, so on your next turn, I'll say that you have kind of access to him. Um, okay. That was Erica's turn. It is now Smite's turn. <sighs> Finally, finding the root of injustice in this city. I can't wait to tear it out. Just like the eyeball that my best friend Brigid tore out of your dumb boss. Fuck this socket place. We shouldn't and have left him alone. <laughs> he bolts down the hallway full sprint. He, ha Everyone is going to get disadvantage on him because he has the blur spell cast nice. on him. So he runs past the statue of the, of the drow and pushes it over, <laughs> shattering into pieces <laughs> on the ground. Fuck you. And then just keeps running. Punk as fuck. Punk as fuck. He runs by Erica Boderica, still in invisibility, is going to take a swing at him with just a little dagger but misses terribly um, as he just like manages to like close his eyes and think and just sense the dagger buzzing through the air. He runs forward and leaps up. Plebo's gonna roll an attack with disadvantage. That's gonna miss. And then this other drow that is with Lorakion is rolling an attack with disadvantage. And that is actually going to hit, I think. Um, Unfortunate. He just took a full eight, the max damage, eight damage from that. He bolts through and leaps. He's going to make an athletics check to see if he can get over without taking any more damage. This was a really interesting plan! He leaps into the air. Natural 14. He does land on the step steps and then rolls over off the side of the stairs, like crashing to the ground next to you. You guys are all there in that on the ground. It is now Plebo's turn. You called me your best friend. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, no biggie. Uh, yeah, Zola's my best friend too. Uh, I, uh, only cool people though are my best friends. I so. hug both of them. <laughs> you guys do a quick hug <laughs> as Plebo goes. Where the fuck are they? <laughs> Screaming, the throws out the platform. Um, he is gonna roll a perception check. Um, he is inside the fog, so I'll say he rolls with a disadvantage. <laughs> that is a six, guys. Guys, this, and that's Guys. a five. Guys, this is not going well for my squad. Uh, um, Plebo looks around, can't find you. This is terrible. Everything's falling apart. Looks to Lord Akeon, um, goes down, and begins to like pack through his stuff. Fuck, fuck, fuck. He doesn't have any stuff, bitch, because I took it. We took um, all that platinum, bitch. All that, where's all that platinum? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he turns and looks towards the fortress. I hope he's feeling the ghost of my thighs against his bum. He he rubs his bum slightly. God. I was feeling the ghost of my thighs. Feeling the ghost of thighs. I knew that those, th those thighs were too strong. Um, and he is going to action, dash, bonus action, um, continue to dash 90 feet. You guys watch as this little gray figure 
just literally bolts down this stairwell so fucking fast, scrambling. Um, he passes by the drow that had turned to look to go down that way um, as this group begins to move back towards the gates of this strange underdark city. Are we still in initiative? We are technically still in initiative. We are going to go to the top of the order. It is Zola's turn. Now, this the reason why we're still in initiative is because you guys are technically not hidden yet. Yes. You are just down there. I'm they failed there. their... Per- they Literally all of them have bombed their perception checks. Otherwise, they would have found you with just like a passive search. So it is your turn, Zola. How would you like to act? I guess I want to look around. Okay. Can I like... um? What is like the terrain around me like could i can like continue through the forest into like thicker like crystal brush or do i think that where i am would be an okay place to hide i would say that zola would gather you probably need to leave this area because of the fact that one there's a lot still happening here there's still that machine there there's still that one drow lord akion's body and supposedly erica wherever she is so like if you guys stay here inevitably one the fog cloud vanishes after 10 minutes and two after an hour, eventually the fog cloud will vanish, and if right. you're here, they've got a smaller area to search. So you'll have to go like into the the crystals that are jutting out of the ground amongst these paths that like weave towards the main boulevards that head to these four gates of the city. Okay, I look back at Brig and Smite, take a deep breath, go. You guys tired? <laughs> I could go all night. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> I start no, army no, no, no. crawling, um, arm, army crawl my movement, um, and try and hide behind a crystal that is, you know, 30 feet away from where you guys yeah, are. Yeah, the currently. edge of the staircase. Yeah, so um, you begin to crawl out. Give me a stealth check. Okay. Yay, 18. 18. You feel pretty well hidden as you kind of, you, like, amongst all this commotion, you manage to, cl- like, crawl towards the larger crystals ahead of you, and you, like, pull yourself behind one and look back towards the path where you see Plebo running down towards the fortress in the distance and these drow kind of scrambling to figure out what the hell is going on right mm-hmm. now. Um, that is your turn. I'm going to roll perception checks from the tower. They still have not fucking noticed a six and a four, um, but it is now inevitable that they will find out that something is going on here as Plebo is heading there. So unless someone stops Plebo or the drow, they eventually will know. Can I also, on my turn, um, ask Silton to do something? Yes, of course. Um, I um, hug and kiss Stilton and go, I'm going to resummon you, okay? It'll be okay. And I want to send him to kind of like uh, noisily and slowly go the other way, like the other side of the staircase, okay. head that way, hoping that maybe someone will see his his pied form and think that we have gone the other way. Maybe if Plebo saw that, he knows what Stilton looks like, right? He's, He's definitely Stilton. seen you with your familiar. Well, at least with my octopus. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, a pied rat is definitely out of the norm. Suspicious. I feel like they yeah. might take note of it. Um, right. Stilton looks at you and, like an obedient soldier, nods solemnly and <laughs> scrambles back up onto the stairs Good and night, begins to like, <laughs> squeak as loudly as he can, like... <laughs> Just like hopping I start, around. I start silently crying. <laughs> this is traumatic for me. <laughs> Smite rubs the in small the of your back. It's gonna be okay. She can bring them back. Way. It's gonna be okay, I promise. <laughs> um that is going to be your turn. It is when is Sarah turn. McLaughlin's turn? <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin comes up, she is a twenty level bard, so she is gonna cast Wish. <laughs> And wish that you guys Whoa, were back in the tunnel awesome. so that this fight could have gone differently. No, she's no. actually just going to cast Shatter. Wish for the Emperor to be dead. 
Uh, okay, okay, so, Brigid, it is your turn. You watch as Zola begins to slowly army crawl towards those, like, crystals beyond, further away from this stone staircase that cuts through them. Right, so I know that we, um, like, I'm feeling very weak. I'm feeling like I need to rest, and uh, my eyes are filled with tears. I am feeling very overwhelmed by what's going on here. Um, feeling like I need to find my uncle, but feeling like we just keep getting into more and more shit. And um, I cast Pass Without Trace on all of us okay. so that uh, we can go and find somewhere to, to hide and to rest for now so that we can come at this stronger. Okay. And are you using your movement to head towards the crystals? Yeah. So I cast it like, you know, it's 30 feet. I'm still within 30 feet. Yeah. So That'll both of them are. Because I'm slow. Because <laughs> I'm a little too slow. And so, yeah, then I just follow. Okay. Um, but before I leave the spot where I'm at. Um, I cu- I like back in smite to to like go like follow Zola, and I plant a little magic bean and I put a little water near it so that it moves slowly to the bean at some point. Okay, this is fucking fun as hell, and I'm gonna say that though I'm sure it's an action to like actually activate a bean like to like plant it and put water in it you taking a bean out and flicking it onto the ground and being like it's gonna get wet soon if you toss my water skin near it that's like a free object interaction I'll just give you that because it's you fucking can, hilarious you can flick a bean you can flick I a can bean I can flick the bean can I flick the bean as a bonus action I think as a bonus action you can flick the bean it's a good bonus flick the bean as a bonus flicking action flicking the bean is the perhaps the greatest object interaction of all time perhaps <laughs> maybe that'll go on our first real t-shirt <laughs> Okay, so you flick the bean, and then you begin to uh, like murmur to yourself as the shadows coalesce around you, bending away from where they are cast from these glowing crystals, and kind of like slowly, almost like dampening the light around you, Smite and Zola. Um, You begin to run into the crystals. You are technically not hidden. You personally, Brigid, just because you didn't get to use the hide action, but they will have to roll perception checks to find you because of like where you moved and the fact that Pass Without Trace has been cast. That we're in a jungle of crystals. Yeah, like there is a shit ton of stuff going on right now. In order to find you, they're going to have to both look for you and also try not to be distracted by Stilton, who is like... You know, so they'll roll perception checks with disadvantage if they're trying to find you. Now it is going to be the drow's turn. Um, One of them full movement chases after Plebo, you know, heading back towards the city walls. Um, Another one um, picks up Laura Kion's body and goes, Erica, we must make a retreat. Um, And begins to hustle down the stairs. Um, and the last one is shattered pieces of icy flesh and does nothing. <laughs> now it is Erica's turn. You don't know what Erica does. That sneaky bitch. That is her turn. Now it is going to be Smite's turn. Smite, um, watching what's happening, is going to not fucking blow it and is just gonna try and hide. Plus 10 to stealth. Ooh, baby, that's a 26 plus his stealth. That puts him easily near uh, 29. So he practically vanishes amongst the crystals. He's like, just like you, you under his breath, you hear him. He's like, stop it. Sorry, I'm just you know, getting in the mood. Gotta hype up. I'm messaging you guys. What is this song? Um, he slips in and is hidden. That is his turn. It is now Plebo's turn. Plebo, full dash, full bonus action, keeps going. It is a several hundred feet to get to the palace. Like, this is not a quick run. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to necessarily reach it 
like the next turn. Right. He's still bolting. That being said, you like look, peek through the crystals. He is a gray blur. He's just absolutely so fucking fast. It is now back to the top. Zola, it is your turn. I have a question. Yes. Do I feel watched in here? A hundred percent. And I'll be honest with you, that watch feeling has increased tenfold. Mm. It feels like it's practically bearing down on you. Hmm. Kind of oppressive environment, huh? Does anyone else feel like they're being watched? <laughs> yeah, and not just in like a we're sneaking into a city and everyone is looking for us kind of way. Yeah, not in a like most likely they are actually looking for us because they know we're here, but in a it feels like they're right over my shoulder. He turns and looks looks back. No one. Safe for now. Um, I guess all I really want to do is keep winding deeper into this thicket of crystals and finding somewhere that is maybe just so remote and inaccessible that it would be a while before anyone came to find us there. Okay. We are going to slowly kind of drift out of initiative here as you guys begin to hide amongst these crystals. Mm -hmm. There's still plenty of danger afoot, but Mm -hmm. right now acting within turns doesn't make as much sense. So you guys begin to creep through the crystal. Give me, everyone give me a survival check. Um, And we're looking for a party average in order to find a good enough place to hide from these people. 12, 22. And Smite rolled an 18. The DC was 15. You guys slip betwixt these crystals, just slowly making your way through the pastel light, illuminating you in strange, eerie ways as you creep closer to the city, but still on the outskirts enough so that anyone looking for you will have to look for quite some time. You begin to settle in, look around. It appears as though you are safe for now. At this point, you don't hear any more additional sounds. You don't hear bells going off. But you know that Plebo has gotten to the city. And you know that the time limit on this mission has gotten a lot shorter. And that is where we'll end this session today. Well, do you think I, I feel like every time I end an episode like this, I'm like, can we guess that Noah wasn't ready for it to go down that way? <laughs> oh, you weren't ready to have a session long encounter? I, you know, We've I have been did, having an encounter for two hours. I yeah. truly was like, the odds are that they'll just fight them. They'll beat them. They'll find the way to the place and we'll end with them. There was arriving. a 50-50 chance that you just were going to annihilate Plebo in the first 10 minutes of this episode, but you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. There was also a huge, I cannot believe, that, guys, this is a little peak of the afterlife, but I can't Ooh. believe how well I rolled on deception and stealth in you this episode. So good. I expected that plan to work for exactly Five 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah, I thought I, I was going to be him, and then you were going to cast Fog Cloud, and then we were going to go deuces, but yeah. instead it was like an hour. I truly, <laughs> like, our plan was Fog Cloud, dump the body, Fog Cloud, dump the body. <laughs> and then it became... <laughs> like pause the fog cloud engage in an hour long awkward discussion oh, sorry you're gonna have to die and either go to heaven or hell if you want to hear this conversation oh, yes, and by yes. that I mean give five dollars to our Patreon. Patreon and join the afterlife so thank you so much for listening thank you of course to those eldritch patrons if you would like to become an eldritch patron and find out more of all the all the plans that could have happened and what what would and could and will sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com slash try not to die pod uh, do you guys have anything to add before we close this one out? I never do this, but I took notes of things to talk about during the afterlife. <gasps> so, so notes this have is been the taken. one. The notes have been written. I am ready to be read. 
Sign up now and you will get to see all this and more. Yeah, I'm plugging the Patreon too. We have, um, we just got one of our patrons um, illustrated a sick map of Emeralia. So you can see that up there. We're going to be like, um, we're working towards a goal to maybe do a musical episode. There's lots of hot shit going on on the Patreon. If you sign up for that Patreon. And we're going to have a lot to talk about today. Oh, so much, so much. So please go check out the Patreon. Once again, patreon.com slash try not to die pod. I also will plug the Patreon. I got nothing else. That's my life right now. So go and check it out. Ashley, plug the Patreon. Ashley. Patreon. Thank you so much (laughs) for listening. Until next time, try not to die. Hell, our Eldritch patrons! Especially Anita, Becca B, Becca M, Colleen, Eclair, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Lucy, May, Nicole, Paige, Patrick, Roni, and of course, our producer daddy, Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die.